know your time is valuable. Thank you for holding. Someone will be with you as soon as possible. What did we think of this movie? I'm giving this movie a B minus. Odin reminds me of a Haitian father. <laughs> <laughs> this is. It feels like the comic brought to live screen. Ooh, this is if this is the story they are going for can we buy a cheap table so i can flip it everybody we got a curfew by nine o'clock you're dang can you edit that out and now this is marvelous friends marvelous friends welcome to the marvelous friends podcast you are now listening to marvelous friends What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode number 96 of the Marvelous Friends Podcast. We are four friends with one mission to give to you all of our opinions and all of our thoughts and break down everything in the MCU and everything MCU related uh, from favorite characters, favorite character moments, or controversial moments. Uh, If you stick around long enough, you'll see that we have very different opinions on all of these things. And it turns out to be a very fun conversation. And at the end of the day, we're still friends. We still love each other. um, And that's the beauty of Marvel and MCU. And so before we get started, my name is Rob. We have an awesome show for you today. And I brought a few of my friends with me. Oh, I'm first. Elise. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm (laughs) Fergie. And in this episode, we're going to talk comic book movie news. We have a lot coming your way. Stick around. This is going to be a a fun one. I saw that you got messed up because Rinaldi's not here. Yeah, I'm like, wait. (laughs) Yeah, normally I was waiting for somebody. I'm like, why are you looking at me? Like? Yeah. Well, no, I looked at you and Fergie because I didn't know because Rinaldi normally goes second. And yeah, I was doing the order. What was that? You know, he usually says Rinaldi, then I say Elise, and then and right, like, yeah. I'm, and I'm Fergie. But and it I'm was like, just like thrown off. And then I think you kind of glanced here. And I'm like, I, no, I, I looked at both on? of you because like I got thrown off. I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, I'm always last. So yeah, yeah, I know you were good. But yeah. like for some, like I had to reorient myself because Rinaldi's not here. Um, and so I know I said we're four friends, but in this episode, we are only three. Um, we are missing uh, we the Rinaldi. What did you say? We killed the other one. We did not kill the other one. <laughs> if by kill you mean we, you know, he's moving to Maine, then sure. But we did not kill the other one. We talk about Fergie. Fergie just went dark. Um, it was just a joke. You know, uh, funny. Um, just like Chris Rock. That was just a joke. Fergie's tired of talking about Chris Rock and Will Smith. Um, so we have some comic book movie news um, that we're going to talk about. There's quite a bit happening. And uh, today we're going to mix it up a bit. We're going to talk a little bit of Marvel and DC um, because there's been some developments that we normally don't talk about when it comes to DC. Uh, but I feel like this is uh, a great opportunity. And I want to start with the Oscars. Um, no, we are not going to talk about Will Smith and Chris Rock. I think the whole internet has covered every single angle of it. And, oh my gosh, I feel like, um, you know, uh, I don't even know what I feel anymore. I'm numb to the whole thing. Um, but, uh, you know, outside of the slap heard around the world, um, there is something that I want to talk about. There was a, an award um, you know, a lot of movies or moments of movies was given, it was nominated for an award, right? And the award specifically, let me pull it up now, 
Um, I think the uh, the the there was an Oscar given to uh, the most cheerworthy moments in movies. Now, I thought that that was a weird category. Okay, um, I think it's to cater to you know the current way of watching movies. A lot of movies that come out now, um, there's a whole lot of cheerworthy moments, is because there's a lot of events. Um, these movies aren't really movies anymore. They're more of events. And so, um, I want to talk about this because something interesting kind of happened. Um, the nominations were, uh, Zack Snyder's justice league. Uh, it's the scene where the flash enters the speed force to reverse time and, you know, save the world from, um, dark side and, 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 uh, you know, Mother boxes and all that stuff. Uh, the second one is the um, Spider-Man No Way Home. The three Spider-Man team up. Um, that's the second one. The third one is Avengers Assemble. Uh, when Captain America says Avengers Assemble in Endgame. Which I thought was weird because that came out in 2019. Yeah. So like what's the criteria of this? Oh well maybe because of the pandemic. They... Probably. But didn't didn't the Oscars. Didn't we have the Oscars during oh, the pandemic? Oh yeah. It depends it on when the movie came out though. Because it misses a certain cycle, you know what I mean? And if the pandemic... Oh, like at what point in that year you mean? Exactly. Got you. Yeah, okay, that makes still, a little more sense. it's 2022, though. Yeah. Because, like, if it if it came out in 2019 and missed the 2020 cycle, wouldn't they have got it at the 2021 cycle? I don't know, but... Or but like, I think so. There's there's one... There's another one that's like, okay, that I don't even think it's a cycle. Because uh, number four is Dream Girls. Uh, am I oh. telling you I'm not going? Okay, that's one. Oh. That was nominated. And then The Matrix was nominated. And um, Wait, which Matrix? Like yeah. the latest one? I think, no. I think it was, uh, well, here it lists, quote unquote, bullet time, which I think is the moment like where the, Neo is dodging the bullets. That's like the first that's one, like the isn't very it? first one, yeah. Oh my gosh. So like, I don't think that there's like a date uh, criteria on this thing. It's just like, let's just pick a bunch of random you know, epic moments. And if that's the moment they're talking about, I don't even like, how is that even cheerworthy? Because I think people just started cheering in movie theaters. It, people didn't do that in the nineties and early two thousands. So I don't know, um, but, um, so it's a weird list of nominations. The winner of this award was Zack Snyder's justice league. Uh, the flash entering the speed force, because when I, uh, have children, I'm totally going to talk to them about, the flash and the speed force. Like that's the moment I'm going to turn back and go, wow, that was no, that's not the moment I'm going to tell my children anyways. Um, but what do we think about that? Does this category make sense? And what do we think about the results? I want to ask you girls and, and, and get your thoughts on this. What do you think? Uh, I'm not really sure why the category exists. Well, I mean, I guess it, uh, I don't know. It kind of just feels like, what do you call those things that you do in school or whatever, like superlatives? It mm-hmm. just seems mm. like a random superlative, but not like a real, real award. Mm. I mean, I, I'm glad that, you know, you know, this, the real Justice League, Zack Snyder's Justice League got some recognition mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I, I don't know. It, it just kind of feels weird. I just kind of feel like it's not a real. Yeah. But I mean, I did like that moment, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I'm in confusion. I don't know how I feel. Yeah, yeah. How was you for the end? And we talked a little bit about it. Well, I want to know when this category was created. 
I think that'll answer most of my questions. Like, was it just for this Oscar ceremony? This is the first time this category was was created. Or maybe I don't feel like it's special due to the fact that, like, what we were just talking about, like, these are movies that are current slash, like, came out years and years ago. So it's like, it just kind of seems kind of random. Yeah. It seems like it could have been... Just somebody's like blog. Mm-hmm. They're saying like, "Oh, here are the the greatest moments in you know film history." Or you know, what I mean, it just doesn't mm-hmm. really. I don't know. It doesn't feel real. Hmm. Um. And what's the criteria for cheerworthy? Do they? Oh, that's uh, they, pretty secretive, right? They, I don't know. I, I don't. Did think, you Google um, it? I did not. You know what? I'm going to Google that right now. Um. And, and how can you determine the cheerworthiness? Because like. Well, the other thing, too, was Zack Snyder's movie wasn't even in theaters. That's what I was saying. That's what I was just about to say. Like, so... I didn't cheer. (laughs) Yeah, like, I thought it was cool, but I wasn't like, oh, oh my gosh! Like, you know what I mean? The other ones, like, uh, the ones that they said for Endgame, like, I know people were, like, going nuts. Especially No Way Home, like... That's what I'm saying. That was a big one in, in the theater that I was in. Um, like No Way Home is the only one that makes sense in my head as far as cheerworthy because the Dream Girls moment is more emotional than like something you would cheer on yeah. in my mind at least. Mm-hmm. So maybe they need to rename it, not necessarily cheerworthy, but like what what moved you or but I don't know how you put that in a most moving emotionally moving. They got to uh, flush out some things because it doesn't make sense. What year? What genre? Like. Yeah, it's just all over the place. Like you said, someone's blog post. Yeah, because, yeah, like, again, so I'm not finding so much a criteria, but um, opinions on how people feel about this category um, and then the list the no- of nominations. That's all I'm finding. I'm not finding a cate- uh, criteria. Yeah. Um, but it also looks like uh, in February 2022, um, I'm seeing an article saying that audiences can vote for favorite film and cheerworthy moment um, oh. for this year's Oscars, oh. so they're saying so they're saying that the fans can can vote and but like how how were how were the how were these moments were these moments voted by uh, audiences and these made the top five. Or were these just top five and fans then voted which ones out of the top five they liked? Like I, I don't I don't understand. Mm, yeah. It it sounds to me like if fans voted, it sounds to me like they went online and they voted um their all time cheerworthy moment in all of cinema. And those made the top five. That's what it sounds like to me. And I don't know if I could be wrong. I don't know if Spider-Man No Way Home like landed second because it was second to that moment, but I do see if Zack Snyder's Justice League won, it's because he has such a strong fan base, mm-hmm. or a strong and loyal fan base. Spider-Man No Way Home, it's not that the fan base isn't loyal, but it's like a no-brainer that that would win, so why would they vote? A lot of people think like that. Huh. Instead of guaranteeing the vote versus like hardcore loyal fans who like want to see this you know, Zack Snyder's Justice League win. I don't know. I'm just mm, guessing. Yeah. I'm just, yeah, I'm just trying to make sense of it. Cause mm. again, like Zack Snyder. So this, that's what I, that's what I was going to say. Zack Snyder's Justice League had better moments than that in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like most of Wonder Woman scenes 
yeah. minus the the singing <sighs> was was epic. Right. Um, you know, even Cyborg. I mean, it's not really a cheerworthy moment, but there were moments that Cyborg had a better performance. Yeah, uh, I I don't I don't know why. Yeah, I, I don't know how that scene. Made it in top. The world was saved. That's why when things looked hopeless. But cheerworthy though. That's their (sighs) their heroes survived another day. They lived another day because he rewinded time. I don't know. Well, it's. I mean, it was looking kind of bleak before he did that. (laughs) So I I understand it. But I think that the audiences know what cheerworthy is like. If yeah, again, if again, true. like if but, if this w- truly was fan, like fans voted for right. this, because I don't think you can base it off of the fans when like the Oscars voting process in general mm-hmm. has been kept under wraps because you didn't even tell us or you don't even know how these movies came up. No I, one knows. I have no idea. So it's like. Okay, maybe the audience has a little to do with it, but this is a random list of movies who, who gave right. us this list. Yeah, it's really random. Here's what I think. And again, th- this is this is a weird category, so I'm just guessing. But I think they're setting this up because they're anticipating um, that going forward, a lot of movies that are going to be coming out are going to be more like events. And so they're setting up this category for future movies um, because people are going to be cheering more and more in the theater. That's what I think. Hmm. So they're trying to get ahead of it. I don't know. That seems, in my mind, a little far-fetched because Marvel and DC didn't invent cheering either. No, but but they did. Marvel definitely did invent cheering in the movie theater. No. I've I, never heard cheering before I, Marvel. Yeah, I feel like that's when, yeah. I feel like once the MCU really came together... That's when people started like clapping and being like, "Well, yeah!" Like I can't because I can't remember. No, because I think prior there are other fandoms out there like Harry Potter movies, like the books, the Twilight stuff. I just I don't know if we can give. But was there audible cheering? Was there audible cheering? The way when you those heard movies. the three Spider-Men on the same screen, I don't think Andrew Garfield. The, that's like, what I'm talking about. Yeah, people like sure getting up off happened. their seats and yelling at the screen. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, don't think, know. People don't have think, to write in because I don't. I don't think I. We. Could, I personally can credit that to Marvel. I, I, yeah, I think the only thing that may have possibly, if I'm remembering correctly, was like, um, oh goodness, um, Lord of the Rings when Gandalf came back. I think that might have had. Probably. I think my theater might have had that. Mm-hmm. But I think other than that, prior to MCU, I can't really recall. I'm sure Star cheering. Wars had stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if we can. I don't know. Before MCU movies, though. Yeah, you think? No, I don't think so. I, I really don't think don't. Star Wars I think, stuff had. I think movie theaters had reactions. Like, yeah. if they're scared or something uh-huh. sad happens or like. Somebody makes a joke and it's truly funny, and they're. I think they had reactions, but like something happening on the screen that's epic, and people get up off their seats and they're cheering. Marvel started all of that. I cannot see like I know that there were like you know movies in the past that were universe building, like Lord of the Rings or uh, Harry Potter or yeah. Twilight, but I don't. Uh, even then, I don't see people getting up off their seats and like 
cheering. And but I mean, we saw no way home. No one got up out of their seat and cheered. People got up out of their seats. Oh, really? Yes. I didn't yes. see any. Probably of that. not in our theater. I've seen it three times. Yeah. Well, that's I what saw, I'm saying. Yeah. No, people. Uh, people got up out of their seats for that. Um, even if it, even if it wasn't in our theater, yeah. you can go online and you can see people like standing up and cheering and like going yeah. crazy. I mean, yeah. let me go on YouTube and find it because I refuse yeah. to believe Marvel's the first that started no, that. I feel like Marvel's I think they the first. I mean, there may have been a movie, film, or some some sort that we're not aware of prior to like the MCU mm-hmm. era, but I think you know, they definitely made it like a trend. Like this now mm-hmm. re- recurs because of the MCU. Mm-hmm. Like maybe every like once in a blue, we'd see that happen with other films. But yeah, nah. Because mm-hmm. I like, feel like also before mm-hmm. when Harry Potter came out, like cell phones weren't really brought into theaters like to record. You know what I mean? True. So I'm sure there are certain movies, if we go far enough back, where people had those reactions and they just weren't recorded. Maybe, but I just feel like th- it happens again. I'm not trying to say that it never happened mm-hmm. before MCU, but I think it's like uh, is normalized the word I'm looking for. I don't know if it's normalized, but it's like mm-hmm. it seems to happen more often now that the MCU is here. Hmm. Like that's those are the movies I feel like it mostly happens. Mm hmm. You know, even clapping after the movie is done sort of thing. Um, yeah, I would even say, like, I think if anything happened before the MCU, it was, like, standing up and, and giving a standing ovation for yeah, possibly after it's done. But during a film, when something epic happens, like, I look at this list, and I know for sure. Yeah. Because it, you, you know how it was. It used to be, like... Uh, you know, even before uh, your the movie plays, they're talking about oh, be quiet, make sure you don't have right. like phones are interrupted. So I think that was like okay, we got to be quiet, we got to keep things yeah, like, to ourselves. Movie, yeah. And now, like for some reason, we just that just got thrown out the window, mm-hmm. and now there's group cheering and mm-hmm. you know just exclamation like it. I don't know what was um what were you just playing there? I'm trying to share my screen. Okay, yeah. Not, nah, but yeah, but there was no one standing up per se in my theater for No Way Home, but we cheered for everything. People mm-hmm. even cheered for Daredevil. Y'all already know I was tearing up. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, then the Spider Man came through and it was just like, mm-hmm. I'm sure even it. like Fast and Furious movies, people got hyped. You know what I mean? I just don't yeah. know if I can give it credit to Marvel. Oh, the. Uh... The remote? Yeah. And we're watching Voldemort's final fight scene in the Deathly Hollows Part 2. I did kind of clap for that, but that was just my own, you know. Yeah. Neville came up, you know. <laughs> I mean, Neville's glow up in general deserves an applause. Right. 
Yeah, my theater All didn't right. do that. Unless I stand corrected. But, nah, I don't know. You don't know? You're not convinced? <laughs> Yeah. I think you specifically. Think the, uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to say that it's not real. Like this clearly happened, but I like. Again, I'm not saying that like Marvel came up with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, it's not or, or, or it exists because yeah. MCU. It's not like Marvel sent out yeah. a memo to everybody's like, hey, <laughs> like stand up and applause. Right, but yeah. I think that. I guess what I'm trying to say is that. It happens most frequently with mm-hmm. Marvel films. Like and that kind of ha- kept us consistently yeah. cheering in theaters. I guess that, that's yeah. my point. And, and to your point, it's because of Marvel why we have this category. That I would, I would attribute that it to that. Yeah. Yeah. that would attribute it to that. That would attribute it to that. Yeah. Which is sure. weird why Marvel didn't win this category. And I think it's due to like loyal hardcore fans who want to see Zack Snyder and his Justice League movie win, as opposed to the greater audience, which is Spider-Man No Way Home, who just would assume, like, oh, yeah, like, but if they all came in and voted, hands down, that that moment, I'm sorry, I like Zack Snyder's Justice League a lot, but that moment in Spider-Man just yeah no I think that yeah by far the most epic one but you know the DC wave is going going it on is. right now it you is. know I think it's starting to somewhat die down but like for weeks mm-hmm. all I could see for a while was them talking about like you know Matt Reeves Batman mm. oh yeah right they kept talking about how it was doing in the box office mm-hmm. like it if, no matter where I was Facebook whatever yeah. It, they just kept talking about its success. Mm. So, I don't know. It could just be the DC hype currently. Maybe. That's just, just took over. I don't know. Come on, DC hype. Uh-huh. Brady, what do you have? Um, For news? For news. I have, let me stop sharing my screen. Stop it. I think I found another <laughs> Twilight reaction when Carlisle was murdered. People reacting. I think someone actually, you know what? I just remember, like after you playing this clip, I think someone cried with with what happened with one of the Weasleys, the Weasley oh, brothers. Oh yeah, yeah. I heard a sniffle. Yeah. That that one was actually emotional. So there wasn't Damn. cheering, but yeah, that, the, that one that one hurt. The Potterheads are on a different level. They've been reading the books for years, yeah. and to see mm-hmm. that all play out. Well, in I the think screen. that that's why my theater probably didn't, because like they were upset with how this happened. Mm. They were like it veered so uh, like it so veered much. off the book so much, and then they tried to bring it back, but then it was like you kind of messed it up <laughs> with like some of these movies, and now on the seventh one, you want to reconcile it, like, <laughs> bro, like the whole thing with Dobby. It's like you couldn't feel that, right? Because right, like, especially it, that I was like, wait, my man's like, <laughs> what happened? It was just like, wait, what? So, mm-hmm. anyway. I have no comment on Harry Potter. <laughs> I mean, not yeah. that I've read all the books either, but I just, yeah. I know certain things. And I was just kind of like, that was just out of place. And then I heard from my sister who has been like in there. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember when she was like, before the seventh book even came out and she was waiting to purchase <laughs> yeah. it. Like, well, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. she was, so she was in there and yeah. some of my cousins too. So I like knew it about the whole Dobby thing and mm-hmm. like he was supposed to have a bigger role but they kind of cast him out but then they realized oh actually he was kind of important <laughs> isn't Dobby the little guy the he's elf. A little, yeah. elf he's a free yeah. elf now yeah, yeah. yeah so he had a way more important role mm-hmm. than the movies gave him and they kind of 
minimize them but then they realized by the seventh movie oh yeah he kind of important <laughs> well, then they brought him back and then they like killed him off and it's just like wait mm-hmm. this is just not <laughs> yeah i vaguely remember that all right so for my news um i was scrolling on reddit trying to find something and landed on um this leaked contract between marvel and sony mm. on huh. Um, basically all the stipulations and the do's and don'ts for what they could Marvel could do for Spider-Man. Um, and so I got most of my information from this leaked WikiLeaks document. Um, and it, it was put into effect in September 2011, which is crazy. Mm. But I'll read this document. It's, it's many pages, but I only have like a one page from it. Um, it says, Character Integrity Obligations. Marvel no longer has any creative approval rights, but SPE must abide by the following character integrity obligations, in quotes, mandatory Spider-Man character traits. Spider-Man, whether Peter Parker or an alternative Spider-Man character, must always strictly conform to the following mandatory character traits. Male, does not torture, does not kill unless in defense or of self, in self-defense or others. Self-defense or defending others. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, let me read that again because, oof, my, uh, okay. Does not kill unless in defense or self or others. Does not use foul language beyond PG-13. Does not smoke tobacco. Does not sell slash distribute illegal drugs. Does not abuse alcohol. Does not have sex before the age of 16. Does not have sex with anyone below the age of 16. Not a homosexual. And oh. in parentheses. <laughs> I was like, just like <laughs> I've never read a you, book apparently. What, what are you forming? <laughs> like brackets? Brackets? Yeah, brackets. brackets. <laughs> um... Unless Marvel has portrayed that alter ego as homosexual. And then items with an asterisk are permitted while Spider-Man is wearing the black slash symbiote suit. Mm. Um, And then there's a second clause, a part B to this. Peter Parker character traits and what he must conform to. His full name must be Peter Benjamin Parker. He is Caucasian and heterosexual. His parents become absent from his life during his childhood. From the time his parents become absent, he is raised by Aunt May and Uncle Ben in New York City. He gains his powers while attending either middle school or college. He gains his powers from being bitten by a spider. He designs his first red and blue costume. The black costume is a symbiote and is not designed by him. He is raised in a middle-class household in Queens, New York. He attends or attended high school in Queens, New York, and he attends or attended college in New York City, New York. Um, And then, um, yeah, that's basically the gist of it. But there's so many more stories, but that just stood out to me. Um, So this is probably why he didn't get into MIT um because of the contract and all that stuff but yeah so he probably won't ever go to mit because he must he must go go to college college in new york that's so cool that they were able to like creatively dance around that yeah 
that like they had an opportunity to go to MIT and all three of them were, were fighting for it. And then eventually he goes, no, you guys go to MIT. I'm staying home. <laughs> That's crazy. People hmm. in the comments were like, Spider-Man, learn from home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man, learn from home. <laughs> Yo, that's funny. That's part Jeez. four. Seriously. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. That's, um. I mean, all that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But the fact that that's in writing, yep. and that's, that's the stipulation between Marvel and Sony. Mm-hmm. Um, that is so specific. Marvel's like, don't play with us. Don't <laughs> yeah. play with our characters. Yeah. Dang. Hmm. must not be homosexual. <laughs> yeah. must be a white Caucasian. Yeah. They made that very clear. Like, Caucasian is white. They said white Caucasian. Right. That's true. That, that's like... This isn't that is that not redundant? <laughs> a little bit, but at I least they're like he can't be white passing, clear. like he can't be Puerto Rican or something. Yeah, like he, he oh. can't just pass for white. <laughs> like he needs to be white Caucasian from the mountains of Caucasus. <laughs> yeah, from the mountains from the mountains of Caucasus. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, yeah, wow, that's that was a, you said that was like a Reddit. Yeah, it was on Reddit. Um, someone like um took a screenshot of that but if you go to wikileaks there is a bigger document that you can read through which i'm sure um is way more in depth but Mm. it's yeah it's kind of fascinating um even the fact that this was drawn up in 2011 like Mm. i don't know they've had some plans for this for a while and so to like make this character or quote-unquote reboot him reboot reboot spider-man and to make it original within those confines mm-hmm. is it requires a special kind of creativity. Yeah. Because we don't see uh, Ben Parker. We don't see him getting bit by a spider. Yeah. We, we, uh, you mentioned the MIT thing that was creative. Mm-hmm. Like everything that he's supposed to be as Spider-Man still exists in those. Yeah. Confines, which is amazing. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. And um, S- S- symbiote Spider-Man about to be lit though. He can sell drugs and be gay. So. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I oh no! Not. Oh Jeez. my gosh! All right, Elise, I'm gonna take I can't you. even get my life together. Oh Whoa. man! <laughs> All right. Okay, so while mine is uh, a little bit more on the on the DC side of things, um, so speaking of the fan favorite or what was it, the fan, the most uh, cheered moment, whatever, moment. yeah, so <laughs> DC one, yeah, yeah, so that one referred to Flash. This is also talking about the Flash. Okay. So um, I saw something today as I was like scrolling uh, through social media on Facebook. And this uh, random article popped up from uh, Cosmic Book News. It's kind of long, and I'm still kind of getting through it. But a particular uh, YouTuber uh, by the name of Grace Randolph, she has, uh, she says she knows or claims to know why these DC dates keep getting pushed back. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, for our listeners and anyone who's, if you've been following, Flash was actually supposed to come out 
um, I believe, fall of this year, November 4th. Yep. We got a new date on that now. Wow. It has been pushed back to June 23rd of 2023. Wow. Mm. That's major. So huge. That's like six plus yeah. months pushback. And so I'm just hearing about this. And so uh, this YouTuber says that um, even though they say, oh, you know, the pandemic, the pandemic, like as a reason yeah. why date's been pushed back. She thinks that that's a small part, but the biggest part is Ezra Miller and mm. just his overall conduct. So this week, actually, he um, he was arrested in Hawaii. I guess oh. he was um, uh, it was uh, due to um, just like misconduct and harassment at a karaoke bar. Huh. So he so he was just kind of like just acting crazy i think he um it's uh they said that he like kind of like snatched up a a microphone from someone else from a woman that was singing like he was just all over the place Mm -hmm. and i think there was a couple that may have even filed like a temporary restraining order it was like there's there's a lot going on so um that just happened earlier this week Mm -hmm. um in the past there's just been you know just different comments on social media that he's made um and then uh, I think uh, I think it was a couple of years ago. Like I don't know if he assaulted or choked some woman Sheesh. or something. Like oh on this, you know. So there was. So he's. It seems like he's been having a lot going on, and I, it was stated somewhere. I think that he was saying that he didn't want to have anything to do with Hollywood. So he's going through a bunch of different hmm. phases and things. Um, might be some mental health yeah. stuff going on. So uh, she thinks that that's a. You, uh, Grace Randolph, who's the YouTuber, thinks that it's because of Ezra Miller. And the reason why this is important is because um, Flash uh, Flash is going to, I guess, kind of usher in some of the stuff that mm-hmm. we'll see in later DC stuff. And uh, she mentions that in the Flash was supposed to be kind of an introduction to Michael Keaton returning as yeah. Batman. Yep. Mm. And so, obviously, he will recur in some wow. future film. So, that movie is very important. And so, if he's acting up and they can't do the reshoots or whatever. You know what I mean? Like that just kind of messes mm-hmm. up the timeline of everything mm-hmm. that's following. So it'll probably affect Marvel too. If they're, they have a slate for June, you said yeah. of 2023, it's yeah. probably going to compete with whatever projects they have too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's that. So I'm, you know, I've got to read through it some more, but you know, whatever easter egg we would have gotten batman easter egg or cameo or whatever was supposed Mm -hmm. to happen in the flash if they can't pull pull it together it's just delays everything yeah that's that's unfortunate um yeah it's unfortunate and sad like i think first of all like take care of yourself yeah Um, mental health first and foremost first yeah like if if you're not sober-minded if you're not Thinking clearly, like, you know, I mean, if we go back to the Oscars and the event that took place there, I'm sure there's mental health stuff there too. Like that's, you know, it, it's it's an epidemic right now. And it sounds like Ezra Miller's going through some things and I'm not going to cast any judgment on that. It's just, it's affecting the production of DC. And it looked like DC was rolling out some really, really powerful stuff like batman just came out black adam is expected to be uh big mm-hmm. um the flash looked like it was going to usher in a lot of things and 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 tell a story about a, a multiverse that they've 
you know, all these characters existed together and, you know, I know Ben Affleck, it was rumored that that was going to be Ben Affleck's last time being Batman, but yep. that was debunked recently. Oh, wow. Um, so he's coming back. Oh, and, all right, um, Ben. Mm-hmm. Let's and go then, Boston. Right, right. <laughs> Let's go Boston. Um, <laughs> and then I heard, you know, through the grapevine, I don't know how true this is, but then um, what's his name? Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan is also meant supposed to be in the Flash movie Ooh. as Thomas Wayne, Batman. Right. Ah. So, because like they I'm were going to do Flashpoint. And so, yep. you know, it's a whole thing that they were going to do. And I I wonder if, I wonder if some of the things that Ezra Miller has gone through or is going through, possibly, and I don't want to pin this on anybody, I'm just guessing, is I, I think it is a result to... The working conditions. The working conditions. Mm. Uh, I'll throw Joss Whedon's name in there and that whole Justice League mess. Um, just working with WB or or just DC. Just like that whole like community there. I just think that the working conditions, from what I hear from WB, is just not the healthiest mm. when it comes to people who are not corporate-minded. Right. Um, and WB also... You guys can correct me if I'm wrong. They also do Fantastic Beasts. They do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's working with he's yep. working with WV That's like all right. the time. And um I'm just read I'm just reading through. Yeah. So what I was talking about where he choked this woman, it said that that happened on the set of Fantastic Beasts mm. 3. So He needs to go then cuz they so, did less for Johnny Depp. Well, justice mm-hmm. for my mans. Yeah, I know mm-hmm. that that yeah, that that's still so unfortunate. But yeah, so he's working with WB for two major projects, yeah. Fantastic wow. Beasts and for Flash and like the DC continuity yeah. stuff. Yep. So that's a lot of WB in your life. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Money must be good, I guess. Yeah, but at the at the cost of what? You know? Like I uh, I was telling at least when she was telling me this story, it's like the same thing with um Shuri from Black Panther. Yep. It's like she's not that important of a character. Like honestly, just recast her and we'll all just adjust and deal with mm-hmm. it. Like I don't know why we're just pinning everything about this movie on her mm-hmm. when she's not stepping up to the plate and like right. getting vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I, yeah, I think um I, I overheard you talk. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Oof. Um, yeah, I overheard you talking a little bit about this and how, like, Ezra Miller, okay, he was the Flash for a little bit, but we got Grant Gustin. They already crossed over on the TV show. You have an opportunity for Grant Gustin to be the official Flash, and you can use this movie to do that. Mm -hmm. I think if you want to keep Ezra Miller's Flash in the continuity, you gotta, he's gotta come back later on when he's cleared his mind, when he's gotten some therapy, whatever it is that he needs. Um, he's got to come back if you want to make it epic. He's got to come back later. But for now, if you want this Flash project to um to do something to to get off the ground, um, you got to get Grant Gustin and you got to get whatever production you currently have. Throw some CGI, something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But don't rush it either. Like, right. if you got to push it back because of this, push it back. But I, I thought of that too, though. Like mm-hmm. Black Panther keeps getting pushed back. The Flash keeps getting pushed back, and I almost fear that both of these productions are going to suffer because of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I said to you guys earlier, like just just offline. Yeah, he just get Ezra Miller 
the help that he needs yeah. right now you know do do a wellness check do do mm-hmm. whatever like give him that time and then yeah i'll just put put my man's grant in there like he yeah. seems to be the crowd favorite mm-hmm. i personally like him um so yeah you can just go ahead and do it and then you know when he's ready to go again mm-hmm. you know you find a way to uh put ezra miller's flash mm-hmm. into it but yeah i don't know yep uh, I don't know. Well, I will say I'm not that huge of a fan of um, Ezra Miller's Flash. I did like the, um, I feel like his best moment as the Flash is entering the Speed Force because it's just in that moment you you can see the Flash. Yeah. Um, but outside of all that, even the slowing down and him grabbing the hot dog and just, I don't know. I, I wasn't a huge fan of. He's just very awkward. It's not my favorite. Yeah. 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 But. Personally. Hopefully he, you know, uh, he gets the help he needs and, you know, WB um, loosens the grip because if the, if they are at fault, uh, everybody else is loosening their grip because of the pandemic. It, it's about time that some movie studios start doing that. But, you know, I'm neither here nor there with that. I'm not an actor. I don't work in yeah. Hollywood or anything like that. So, wait. Uh, so do you guys think, um, not, to con- not to keep this going too yeah. long, mm-hmm. but do you think that... If they're pushing back their stuff, Marvel's gonna also respond, or like do you I, think they could take this gap of time, like oh snap, we could do mad stuff. Yo, I think <laughs> you know? I think Marvel, because right now the the hype wasn't like when the the Flash trailer came out and you see the cowl of Michael Keaton's Batman, that was cool, but it's not enough to scare. Uh, Marvel, mm-hmm. you know, um, we've seen Michael Keaton's Batman and we want to see him, but we still don't know what kind of movie we're going to get. The reason why Marvel pushed their movies back because of the Batman that when that trailer came out, not only did you see the Batman, but you also saw the kind of movie we were going to get. Mm-hmm. And we got exactly that. And I feel like Marvel was right to do so with this movie. It sounds like that there's two, like, Again, this could also be like, oh, they're going to work through things, whatever, you know. Mm. But I think, I don't think right now there's enough of a threat for Marvel to really worry about this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, I think when people think of the Flash movie right now, they're only thinking about Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck. Um, Mm -hmm. They're not, they're not really worried about really the storyline because we haven't gotten that kind of movie, like what the movie is. We just don't know. Um, right. People don't even care about Supergirl, and she's in the movie. I know. I was just <laughs> about to say that. I remember seeing pictures with her of that. wet hair. Like, they, uh, I don't know what they're doing with her, but yeah, they're, but, they're doing a lot of. I think they would have no chance, or no, they would have to respond essentially accordingly. Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just even what happened with Batman and what was supposed to be released in earlier this month from um, Marvel. Um, 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 I can't remember. It was, wasn't Doctor Strange. What was it? Yeah, I think was it, it was, right? It was yeah. yeah. I think it was I forgot to be. all about that movie that that's coming out. Yeah. Um, but like, I think it's again, it's the competing, competing box office. It's mm-hmm. what movie is going to make more money. I think if, I think Batman set that precedent, like they just don't want to compete in the same month. Mm-hmm. So if whatever movie they have for June, I'm sure they're going to either move it up oh, or yeah. move it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, they'll adjust because of that. But yeah. I don't think they're going to be afraid of the Flash movie unless WB puts out something that like gets them moving. Like we see, hmm. like we see Michael Keaton's Batman fighting somebody. Like, yeah, that's or, what I'm saying. You know what Batman's I mean? their like, uh, what, what do you call it? Uh, it's like their trump card. Yeah. That's yeah. his trump card. Like Batman got people in the theaters. They mm-hmm. really did. Mm-hmm. Well, has there ever been a Marvel and DC movie out at the same time, like opening weekend? Oh, no. Not yeah. the same think, opening weekend? No. no I don't think no, they no, ever no. tried to do that. <laughs> They're not going to do that type of head-to-head. <laughs> oh. Wow, Some, you really are alpha blood for you. I mean, that would be an interesting time. Yeah. The day that that happens would be the day that it would be a, like a Marvel DC crossover right. film, which yeah. I don't know. I'm telling you, I. But honestly, I don't think they'll ever. Cr- no, 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 no. Don't, never don't, do it. don't, don't, never. No, say no, never. no. I'm not saying they won't do never. the crossover film. Okay. I'm saying that, like, if there's just doing separate projects, I don't think they'll ever oh, decide yeah, yeah, to be yeah, like, yeah. I'm uh-huh. going head to head. Let's go. Yeah, no. The crossover thing might happen. I think it, because both <laughs> both brands are putting together a multiverse world. Um, they've done it in the comics. Yep. So that's right. because both brands are doing the multiverse thing around the same time, we're not far from getting these big crossovers mm. from Marvel and DC, but one can wonder, one can dream. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, as a consumer, I'm watching it regardless, mm-hmm. but I'm sure as a business, it doesn't make much sense. I think if it were me, I would just be like, yo, let's do it. Right. Yeah. About to fight them right now. Let's right. go. Yeah. Put it out. I feel like but if, that's just yeah. If you're reckless. Kevin, being like I have the superior movie anyways, let's just play with them. I who was I talking to? Um, I think it was Rinaldi. Um, I was if you're you know, and I'm just as a fan. Um, you have this big crossover event. You have two brands that are starkly different from each other, mm-hmm. um, just aesthetically. And so it'd be amazing to see, like, say, like, you have Marvel characters somehow, like, using the whatever, Doctor Strange, whatever, right? They go into the DC universe, and now, like, all of their colors are muted. All of their, like, they're in that world. Or, like, the characters from DC come in this world. And we've seen a little bit of that with Joss Whedon's Justice League. But, like, (laughs) everyone's everyone's brighter or, (laughs) like, you know, you just have that. you, You get to play and have fun with it, you know? And you get to show fans, like, no, you can't have both. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, everybody's like fighting tooth and nail. Um, yeah, but I'm just a fan. Oh, yeah. I, I would I, love I, that. Well, it would be it would be crazy to do though, because like I think they um, have to be strategic with mm-hmm. what they do when they do this crossover because mm-hmm. they've been trading. Pe- mm-hmm. They've been trading actors. <laughs> That's a good. I just point. saw um, been, yeah. last week too. Again, I, I I just I see so much DC stuff. I think that Google knows what I like clearly. Um, but, um, homeboy, Barry, Barry Cogan, I think his name was, mm-hmm. he's right. actually supposed to, you saw right. that Joker clip, right? Right. Yeah. Yep. yep. D- disturbing. Was, yep. And I'm just like, but weren't you Druid like in <laughs> yeah. the Eternals? So what is happening? But what's also crazy is in Eternals, they mention like five DC characters. That's I know. True. She, yeah. Homegirls close yeah. out, really loves DC. Yeah. Really, yeah. She's in love with it. Uh-huh. <laughs> but Superman, it sounds like. Batman, Alfred, I think also, yeah. too, to make that work, I think both movies, whatever situation, whatever comic book story they want to pull from, you have to have good casting, too. Because mm-hmm. I think if we have like Jesse Eisenberg as. Um, Joker. I mean, not Joker. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <As> <laughs> Even <Luther>. worse. <laughs> yeah. Even worse. As Lux Luthor. Yeah. And then we have like just um, like the Eternals characters. I feel like 
it wouldn't be as satisfying as if they like nailed it. Like the yeah. characters we really want to see mm-hmm. and yeah. see them interact. Yeah, I feel like each brand. I mean, DC definitely has more characters that's like I don't know about that casting. Whereas Marvel has a few like Captain Marvel. Um, who else? There's like a few. I feel like. But with DC, yeah, Jesse Eisenberg. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you have a handful over there. But no, I think I think it's a great like thing to think about. Like you have, you know, just get the perfect castings in the in the crossovers, mm-hmm. and then get Michael Rosenbaum back oh, as we were, we talking, were talking about, him. about that. And oh. then I had Googled him today, <laughs> and I was like in, in Fergie's presence. I was like, wait a minute, he has hair. Like, what the heck is this? <laughs> he wore a ball cap. No, I think no, he, he actually shaved. shaved. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was reading that, like, because we were like, yeah, let's bring him back. And then I read something minutes before us recording that, like, I think he kind of like stopped. Like being Lex because he got tired of shaving his hair. He like oh, wow. mentioned that. I was like, oh wait, so you don't want to come back? Like we thought you was by the phone, like right. waiting I'm on sure somebody. He is. I think he'd yeah. do it. I think he'd do yeah. it for the movie. He would do it, he would do he would it for do the it. film. Yep. Like it's different because he was like on Smallville doing like episode after yeah, episode being true. a bald man. But if it's <laughs> yeah. like if it's bro. If it's like, a movie, I think he would do it again. Yo, bring uh, him back. Yo, Lex And his dad too. Oh my god. Lionel. Lionel Luther. Son. Amazing. Yeah, put them two back. We love you, Michael. Come yes. Yeah. And um, what's his name? Tom Welling came back. Yes, for, bro. Uh, that one episode of the big crossover. Yeah. Yep. Imagine like this: Michael Rosenbaum, Lex Luthor with Henry Cavill Superman. Like, Jeez, like, man. wow. Know, like, you know what I mean? Like, wait, wait, say that again. Say that one more time. I need that. <laughs> I need that. She's short circuiting. Michael Rosenbaum's um, Lex Luthor. Henry Cavill's Superman. Wow. I'm with it. That's right? beautiful. Oh yeah. my gosh. That makes more sense. I think they were trying to do the Batman Joker thing with Lex Luthor yeah. and Superman, where Superman is like, you know, he's he's polished, he's, you know, a little upright, angry, but upright. Yeah. And then Lex Luthor's like kooky and, you know, yeah. a little crazy. I don't know. Um, wow. I will say Tom Welling still looks pretty good. He, he does. can play He does. Um I was going to say Spider-Man. <laughs> he can play Superman any day of the week. That's true. Yeah, it I seems like he's been pumping him. weights these days. He's, he's, he's all chest. <laughs> all chest. <laughs> yeah, chest. Right. All right. I got one last piece of news. Uh, we could talk about DC and and uh, we need to start a DC Tom Welling's chest. Tom Welling's chest. <laughs> we could call it that. Let's just call it Tom Welling's Tom Welling's chest. <laughs> Welcome to, to our Welcome podcast. To podcast. <laughs> Tom Welling's chest. Welcome to episode number 96 of Tom Welling's chest. In this episode, we see if we can get Tom Welling's chest. <laughs> yeah. See his pectaculars. Um, so uh, I want to talk about Morbius. Morbius. Oh we, boy! We have not seen Morbius. Um, let me just let me just pull up. Today is I'm March thirty first, Thursday, March thirty first. The movie has released. We have not seen it yet. Dang. Okay. Ugh, mm. uh, I'm tired of Jared Leto, bro. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> that's that's your review. Um, yeah, uh, the movie came out, and the reviews are starting to pile in. Now, I'm choosing to avoid some reviews. That like stray too hard in one direction, or other reviews that stray too hard in both dire- in a different direction. I've heard both, to be honest. Really, I'm on Rotten Tomatoes right now, and Rotten Tomatoes is weird sometimes. We don't yeah. always trust yeah. Rotten Tomatoes. This However, this will be interesting. I want to I want to get your your take on this. The tomato meter 
Oh, no. <laughs> oh, boy. Is 16%. Ooh! That sounds about right. Okay. What was Venom? Ooh, I don't know. I didn't pull up Venom. Let me look it up. Yeah, look up Venom. You, I think Venom was ahead. way yeah, better yeah. than that because people like... People it. like... Yeah, people... It was weird. It was people weird. actually liked Venom it. And I'm like, no, that actually office. deserves a 16 too, but... Right. So this, this got a 16 in tomato meter. However... Mm. Uh-oh, however. The audience score... 69%. No way. 69%. Audience rating. Why is that? What? 69%. As in audiences who uh, who went to see this movie. So non-critics. The average is, this is, is 69. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So For people 69. who don't normally Honestly, watch like, I guess, because... Was that like if we put letter grades on that? That's a D plus. So that's still not <laughs> that great. It's like you, yeah. you. It's like you pass the class, but it's like mm, barely. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm just wondering why isn't this an F? Like I don't know. So yeah. for Let There Be Carnage, the tomato meter was at 58 mm-hmm. percent, and the audience score is 84. Yeah, people for some yeah. reason really liked it. I don't get it. But. I don't get it. But um, yeah, that was one big fun mess. I don't. But this oh, movie. Dang. What are you guys doing on Half Off Tuesday? <laughs> Coming to watch this movie? Mm. I guess we could watch it for five bucks. Yeah. Don't do not spend money on this movie. That's what I'm saying. Go on. Go when your tickets are half off and go see it. Yeah. That way you walk away and you don't regret much because it's just like, all right, I lost like two hours of my time, but I lost five bucks. Cool. I feel like they've been advertising for this movie for a year, and every time I see it, I'm like, eh, but why? I know. And I'm just like, I'm over it. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay, yeah, I don't And care. Jared Leto. Yeah, I, I feel care. like all the headlines that I see are just, it's just saying, oh, disappointing, really? lackluster, <laughs> it was boring. This one headline said, wait, hold on. It was like the worst, wait. Oh, it says, Morbius Reactions. Call it uninspiring, worst Marvel movie. Like, so I just keep seeing all these, like, really, yeah. Another one saying it's a misfire. That's from Los Angeles Times. Like, it's just like, yeah, first reactions Jared Leto Marvel film is sloppy, sucks more than just blood. You know? oh. <laughs> it's just like, you know what I mean? Like, and these are like, you know, it's just these random headlines that I see. And I just I just saw um, typed in Marvel news oh, into wow. uh, Google, and that and those wow. the Morbius like reactions come up first, and yeah. I'm just seeing headlines. I'm just and, yeah, like I could tell from this trailers that the movie wasn't going to be good. Mm-hmm. Are they building some type of universe off of this movie? Is Morbius going to appear in more? Projects yes. like why? Yes and yes. Uh, yeah, because in the so. movie or in the trailer, he says uh, he jokes and says I am Venom. So like Venom's in this universe, uh, but like then in the trailer, you also have Michael Keaton, right? I forgot. Yeah, Michael in it, so that means Vulture's in it. But like, is he a variant? Because that some people have been asking that. And then and there's one scene in the trailer where he's walking and you see. Uh, Spider-Man, a Spider-Man graffiti on the background. Yeah. And it's um, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man costume. Uh, so it's like, what universe does this guy live in? Oh, man. Yeah. I Then I really want to see, because now I'm curious, like, does this deserve its own big screen promotion, mm. or should it have been a Disney Plus show? Mm. 
I think he should have showed up in somebody else's movie. Right. Morbius doesn't deserve... He, I don't think he's interesting enough for a standalone. Yeah. yeah. But that's what Sony's been doing lately. He, they've just been taking all of these like Spider-Man side characters <laughs> and making whole mm-hmm. movies off of them. And yeah, I think the only... I mean, if you're going to... I don't really agree with them doing that, period. I think the the one that I do agree with that could have had a movie, which they did was venom but it just wasn't great yeah i think they just could have done a better job like he's worth a standalone Mm -hmm. he's big enough but you can't just be making this morbius movie and then you're trying to do a madam web one and then like i don't know what else they got going up were they trying to do a craven yep yes they are Mm-hmm. Like it's Random. just kind of like without Spider-Man being present, like they don't. It doesn't hold a lot of weight for I me know, personally. I know that's that you would see a Rhino movie. <laughs> I'm here for Paul Giamatti, bro. <laughs> Anything he's gonna give it to me, I'm gonna eat. <laughs> that's it. I don't know. Oh man. my god. But yeah, so it's it's just stuff like that. It's just like you. I don't know why they doing this. Yeah. Just like just give it up to give it up to Marvel. Just just yeah. Give if it Marvel up. was doing this movie, I know it would be amazing. But also, yeah. I know that Marvel wouldn't do this. Movie. Right, exactly. That's <laughs> what I was gonna say. They wouldn't. They would yeah. wait for the right Spider-Man movie and yeah. introduce this character. Yeah. And boom, bang. Yep, yep. That's how you know Marvel knows what they're doing because they know not to do movies like dumb Adam movies <laughs> and cast Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> Oh right, it was J Law, right? No, or Sandy Bull. That was well. That was also no. It was Homegirl from um, Fifty Shades. I forget her name. Oh, Dakota Johnson. Yes, that's it. That's what they're gonna have. That's right. I think Fifty Shades. I think Madam Web. (laughs) I don't know. I think it's because she's. I don't know. She must be doing. I think she's doing some project right now that's putting her out there, like Hmm. or something. But it's just like, why are you? Why are you casting her though? Like you must be trying to do a young Madam Web then, mm-hmm. because when I think Madam Web, I'm thinking like right. the older, the older woman. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's blind. She's stuck. She's on the wheelchair mm-hmm. or the whatever you call it. I like how you demonstrated the wheelchair. Yeah, the- <laughs> <laughs> that's how her arm. Is. Yeah, but watch the episode of Spider Man. Tell me that ain't how she sits. Yeah, that's how she sits. I know the, pub, the people can't see me, but you know I did the wrist. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm, y'all know what I'm talking about yep. with her wrist. Oh my god. Yeah, gosh. so it's just Her like Yeah, yeah, because she's paralyzed. So yeah. I'm just like nothing about Dakota Johnson says to me old, blind, paralyzed <laughs> woman. Like there's just nothing so I'm like, I don't know where you're going with this. It I, reminds me of um Cruella the movie. It's like no one really needed yeah. a Cruella Deville movie, but apparently here it is and now she's young. Yeah. And so it's like But I heard that movie was actually good. I haven't watched it. Yeah, neither have I, but it's also like, why? What's, yeah. What studio put that out? Do you know? Pro Disney? Is it Disney? Yes, it, it has to be Disney, It's on Disney Plus. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, I love, what's her name? Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Stone but I'm going to sit this one out. Yeah, I don't know. Just if, if Madam Web ain't old and <laughs> give me ancient wisdom, I, I don't want <laughs> I, I don't want see any it. of it. Yeah. Then, I mean, who would you recast, though, <laughs> if she has to be old and granny? Um, if she has to be old. What's her name from uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man? Is she still alive? Hold on, Hold on. She is. Wait. If you really want to play with this multiverse thing. I have to. Wait, I got to figure out her name. Yeah, me too. 
Oh no. I'm sure by now she has a more accurate look. (laughs) Rosemary Harris. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she has an accurate look now. She got the look. I think she's still alive. Yeah. Put some glasses on her. She was born in 1927. Sit her down, bend those wrists, and you know. Yeah, she's still active. Yeah. Just cast her. I don't know. Honestly, for some reason, whenever I thought old, I immediately went with Maggie Smith. Ooh, mm. I, I don't like know that. if that would be like. I mean, she's a great actress. Yeah. but like, yeah, I was just like, I was like, yeah, Professor McGonagall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could, you could do it. yeah. <laughs> Maggie Smith will put her foot in it. <laughs> but yeah, whenever I think of like you know old la- old old ladies old old OGs, <laughs> I think Maggie Smith. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, Rosemary Harris. That's but I don't. It. Yeah, but I don't want Sony to corrupt i don't think i don't know maggie might be uncorruptible though i would that would be a hard feat but sony's been doing a lot i don't know sony's kind of strong they would have to pay her a lot of money to do that yeah well they also here's the thing too because it's like before venom tom hardy is like any movie he's in you're like yo i'm watching that right now it's like what you're not eddie brock you're (laughs) you're a confused and insecure tom hardy who throws on a Venom costume. Like, it's not... I don't know what they're doing with it. Yeah. But, I don't know. I also talk to people who like the movie, genuinely like the, the you know, first and second Venom movie. But, I don't know what Sony's doing. I don't know, man. They need a visionary. That's what they lack, ultimately. Yeah. They need a Kevin Feige. Well, they, they kind of have Kevin Feige. Because he is working side by side. Yeah. With, what's your name? Amy, whatever. Um, Amy Pascal. 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 I mm. see. I don't even know her name. I I, I think you guys threw it out one time, and, yeah. asked, and I just remembered. I still remember this one uh, interview where this is way before Spider Man was uh, um, when he came out in uh, Civil War. Mm-hmm. Um, there was an interview with Kevin Feige and Amy Pascal, and they talked. Somebody asked them about Spider Man. And Amy started saying things that she shouldn't have said. She's like, oh, yeah, we're, you know, trying to, like, blend these characters together and put these universes together. We're Venom and Spider-Man and and all that stuff. And you can see Kevin's look like, why you're... Yeah. Kevin then, always, because like, he, he got shooters, bro. Like, <laughs> he got shooters. Like, on the roof. He's, he's, got a, he's got a silencer on him at the moment. And so, <laughs> like, the, the following week, I think there was an article that was put out, like, you know, no, we're not doing that, blah, blah. And so, yeah. Listen, Kevin, hire me. I am good at keeping secrets, bro. Like, I got you. Fort Knox over here. I feel like every episode you're putting out your resume. Listen. He got the money. Yeah. I need need money. I'll take a job. And you got to put yourself out there. That's all. He said, I I need money and you got money. Well, that's our discussion. Uh, Let us know what you think of everything we talked about in this episode. You can write to us by emailing MarvelousFriendsPod at gmail.com. You can also call and leave us a voicemail. That number is 617-299-6644. Let us know about everything that you've heard in this episode. Or if you want to say hi to us, that's fine too. Marvelous Friends is available on Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. To our Apple Podcast listeners, write us a review and let us know your thoughts. For more fun, unexpected, and low-key ratchet Marvel content, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Marvelous underscore pod.
You can also like Marvelous Friends Pod on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can get updates on all our latest uploads and behind-the-scene content. Links to all of these platforms and more are in the show notes of this episode below. This is the Marvelous Friends Podcast.